Hi, welcome to Season 2, Episode 15 of the Pictures Out There podcast series with Lee Stewart and Dave Fogelman. Today's episode is called Ice, Ice, and More Ice. Need a tool to break through any feelings of dissatisfaction in your life? Ice just might be your way to do it. And now, here's Dave and Lee. Well, thank you, Candy, for that kind introduction. This is Lee. And this is Dave. And welcome back to the Pictures Out There podcast series. Dave, what do you have for us today? Well, we love models, right? I mean, models, models, frameworks, theories. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> we love models. That Lee and I just love them. We love models for life. We love models for leadership. We love models for the future and so on. So we recently shared a model that we called the Orchestra of Humanity mm -hmm. as a way to think about creating a great balance for our whole human species. Today, we're going to share another model that we hope you find interesting and helpful, and we call it the ICE model, I-C-E. ICE is, of course, an acronym. We love, love acronyms. <laughs> if you ever wanted to live in an AFE, an acronym-free environment, this is not the place ain't, for you. Ain't okay. the place, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so ICE stands for Individual, Community, and External. Within the Orchestra of Humanity, to which we all belong, we have our own personal ICE model. Individual, community, and external for ourselves and our lives today and every day. All of this we're going to explain. Don't worry if you're going, hmm. hmm. For us individually, for our community, who are the people who are closest to us, more about that, and for our relationship with the rest of the external world, that is the world outside of us and our community. So let's explore this ICE model and see what it can tell us and how it can be a roadmap to actualizing our best and truest selves. The ICE model helps us to create a personal team or organizational roadmap for satisfaction, success, and happiness. And for any person, team, or organization at any point in time, how they think and feel about themselves. Okay, that's the individual. So in this context, individual can be a team. Mm -hmm. If a team wants to do an assessment, if an organization wants to do an assessment, they can be what we would call here the individual. It, right. And obviously there's application to each person to, do, to truly be uh, look at themselves individually. Yes. And then their community, that's those closest to them. So it might be, for example, if there's a, a team in an organization or any kind of team, of 10 people, 20 people, whatever that might be. In this assessment, they become the I. Mm -hmm. And then they would look at, gee, what is what is what are those groups that they interact with you know, regularly outside of them? Other units in the same organization. Yeah. It may be the community they serve, the customer they serve. So think about a team or a department in a company or an organization. They're the I, and then maybe the rest of the company is the C. Mm -hmm. That's the community they're in. And then E is relationships and interactions with all others they frequently encounter. So again, just to kind of connect the concept for you all, E could be then if you're an organization, that's the community for that team. E is the customers. It's the people you interact with. The suppliers, the vendors, everyone else. Exactly. So we use this ICE model again, whether the I is an individual, a team, or an organization, 
to determine our level of satisfaction, our sense of success, and our level of happiness at any point in time. The ability to identify and proactively address any problems, concerns, or gaps in these three components can provide us a very simple roadmap to even greater satisfaction, success, and happiness over time. Hmm. Now, there are typically trade-offs mm-hmm. between I, C, and E. We'll talk more about that. So what can happen is you can sit there and go, gee, I'll feel better about myself if I go do X. But in doing that and making that change in yourself, you may make somebody in your community not quite as happy with you. Right. You know, or in the outside world. So we'll talk about the trade-offs. Okay. But the ICE model can be helpfully applied to virtually any situation during the course of someone's life. We'll talk about that. And the ICE model can be helpfully used individually or with any collection of people, as we've discussed. There really isn't a limit. So two or three teasers there, more to come on that. But let's start with I. So whoever is being assessed or self-assessed, a person, team, or an organization, for purposes of this podcast, let's think of it as an individual, okay? Could be Lee, could be me, could be you, anyone. We are optimally satisfied and happy with ourselves if we think and feel that we, as an individual, are, and these are things we've come up with, if we're valuable, right? if we're good, Good. if we're capable, Mm -hmm. express our true selves. Now let's think about that one further, right? How many hours out of every week do we go, yes, I think I'm expressing my true self. I'm engaging my individual gifts and passions to their maximum. How frequently, how consistently, how habitually are we expressing Mm -hmm. our true selves? Our degree of self-confidence. We feel better when we're self-confident. Yeah. Are we contributing in a meaningful way? Mm -hmm. Are we authentic? Are we our real self that we feel like we are inside or are we holding back in Mm -hmm. some way? And are we growing and changing in the ways that we want to? Yeah. So we always, uh, we love the phrase moments that matter. That happens for individuals and teams and organizations. Those are those key times where it's most important to us that things go a certain way. And so moments that matter for individuals, lots of times is that ability to really express their truest self and those key, key moments mm-hmm. in life. Do those feel good to us? And are we fulfilled in them? Mm-hmm. And are we living our ideals? So that's just a list. Now, you listening to this might have your own list of individually, when I'm feeling the best that I can feel about my life and what's going on, here's what those attributes are that that do that for me. And that's great. So that's completely up to each of us. So we can each consider ourselves for a few minutes and ask whether at this point in time we reflect or are doing each of the attributes that we describe. If there is one or more of those that we aren't or aren't fully doing, then we have a gap in our ICE model. We have a gap in the I component. Our roadmap then begins, right? We go, okay, I've got this gap. What is the action that I need to take to close that gap between the vision that I have for my own happiness and success Mm -hmm. and what the reality of my life is right now? Mm Mm-hmm. And then you can potentially go ahead and move forward, taking that action and celebrate. Next stage of our life journey has begun. Okay, so let's continue with C, community. These are the people in our lives to whom we are the closest. They're our peeps. We turn to each other for help and support, for close friendship and love. So as you're hearing that, you may think of family members, you may think of friends. And we would say, you know, just to kind of make sure this doesn't get 
too crazy broad, you know, think of some kind of smaller number mm-hmm. uh, so that we're kind of getting this right. It's people that you're regularly in touch with or maybe not all the time, but are uber meaningful to you. Right. Community in this context is unlikely to be the 500 people that you work with in your company. Exactly. Right? It may be a few dozen people or something along that order. Yeah. And so you may go, well, my community to me feels like some of my closest family members. It's also my best friends. It's a, is that okay? That it's kind of this blend of, sure it is. Sure. Maybe it's yeah. 10 people and that's fine. Yeah. And so we might kind of go, you know, somewhere between five and 25 or 30. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that kind of helps you think through what that conceptually is, yeah, use that number. So we're optimally satisfied and happy with ourselves if we think and feel that our community, and again, we're coming up with some things here, if our community supports us. Mm -hmm. If our community compliments us, if it gives us a consistent sense of belonging, if it fits with us, with who we are and what our values are, if we feel our community has our back, Mm. if it helps us have a strong and positive sense of purpose, supports our ideals, gives us truthful and kind advice when we ask for it, when we need it. Is our community trustworthy? Mm. And again, you could probably make a very, very lengthy list for yourselves, some of which of these attributes might be on that list, but others that you may add yourself. Yeah. So we can each consider our own community for a few minutes and ask at this point in time whether our community has those attributes that we've just described. Once again, if there's one or more of those attributes that they don't have or we don't feel like they fully have, then we have a gap in that model. And our roadmap, again, would suggest that we think through what the actions are that we would take to go close that gap between us and our community. And then we go take the action and move forward Mm -hmm. and celebrate. Okay, so the E in ICE is the external world that we interact with frequently, but who are not in our community. So in that context of what we just said, we have us, we have individually, we have that smaller community we've described. Then we have this external world that we interact with that is beyond that. E in this is us doing an assessment of our satisfaction with that interaction. We're optimally satisfied and happy with ourselves if we think and feel that the external world with whom we interact with frequently enjoys their interactions with us. Right, exactly. Do they enjoy their relationships with us, whatever those relationships may be? Yeah. Do they support us being our true, authentic selves? Do they support our efforts, our performance, and the actions we take? Yeah. Are they supportive or at least don't get in our way in our moments that matter? And again, there could be other things. So as we each consider our own external world for a few minutes and ask whether our external world has each of the attributes we've just described... If there's one or more that they don't have or don't fully have, then we have a gap in Mm -hmm. that model. And our roadmap would, again, suggest that we think through how that gap could be closed or made a little bit better and what the actions would be and that we move forward with those actions. So you can see out of this assessment that the... There can be actions that come out of the individual part of this, the community part of this, Mm -hmm. the external part of this. Those collectively then become kind of the one roadmap that we would look at. Mm -hmm. And so with, with these three assessments and our gap closing roadmap, we're prepared, right? Oh, almost, almost, almost. 
So as we teased earlier, there are typically trade-offs between I, C, and E. Mm-hmm. And as you would look at the, the gap-closing things that you might do, you might say, uh, if I go do this thing to close my individual gap, am I going to be creating a new gap? In my community or in the external world. Exactly. So we need to consider whether or not our actions impact the other two. So, for example, if I identify being more of my true, authentic self is needed to close a gap for me in my individual assessment, my I assessment, I may need to consider the effect that may have on my community Mm -hmm. or on my external world. Mm -hmm. They may not be quite so receptive to my truer or more authentic self. Right. You know, what am I going to do with that? Yeah. What do I do with that trade-off? So if I create an action plan to enrich my own authentic self, and that involves... uh, you know, yodeling 10 minutes a day, uh, maybe <laughs> the people I work with, you know, that, that there's an impact on that. They may not appreciate that expression of my authentic self. Well, obviously that's an absurd example, right? That's silly. But there are things we may choose for ourselves to do. Those may be right and proper and indeed would enrich your authentic self. But you do have to consider the implications that your actions may have on your C community. And then... By extension to the external world. The ICE model can be helpfully applied to virtually any situation during the course of someone's life. So we'll think of the cycle of life. Yeah. Okay. So could you do an ICE type of assessment for a child, for for someone who's in grade school, for someone who's in middle school or whatever? Sure you could. Yeah, absolutely. So let's say we're eight years old and in third grade. Well, we are ourselves. But then who's our community in that context? Well, our classmates, our teacher, maybe some other adults that we deal with in the school context. Well, additionally, mom, dad, siblings at home, and the adults that we may encounter outside of school. And then the external world at that point in our lives is mostly unknown to us. Yeah. But we recognize that it's there. Or it may just be adults that we happen to encounter or a new kid a new kid comes to you know comes to the school and and so we will sit there and go you know what do i think about myself what's my self-image that's already usually started formulating in childhood Mm -hmm. and then what's the reaction i get from parents what's the reaction i get from that my best friends at school yes and then what's the reaction from kind of the other kids in school Yes. Or from adults that we meet. You know, what's their reaction? How do I feel about that? Is that good? Is that pleasing or not? So you can see right there, there mm-hmm. is, there's a nice model mm-hmm. that you can create for a child. Now, what is we, as we grow up, does that continue to change? Do we start getting different reactions and do the nature of the relationships change with our parents? Sure they do. Sure. Yeah. That right. keeps changing. Right. Do our friendships change? Does the nature of relationships change as we become teenagers, as we finally go out into the world? Sure. Does the reaction and expectations of the external world change of us? Mm-hmm. Does the external world still expect childlike behavior in a young adult? No. No. They expect different things. What's mm-hmm. our reaction to that? How do we feel about that? Mm-hmm. And so all of these things, life forces changes in this model, even if we did nothing, the expectations of community and the expectations of the external world would change. And then we have to respond and react to that. And we may like how we have to respond. We may not like. Mm -hmm. And we also get a stronger and stronger sense of self and start directing 
more of what we want to do, right, as we get older. Mm-hmm. What about vocationally? As we go out and start getting a job or, or have some kind of interaction like that, then we become part of a team or an organization. Right. Ooh, that's yep. a com- completely new dynamic, right? And of we, ourselves, we begin to ask, do I like this? Yeah. Am I good at it? Can yeah. I make an important, meaningful contribution doing it? Yeah. yeah. How do I fit in with my teammates? Yeah. I, I like my team. And sometimes you can be in a team that you really like, but... Uh, the rest of the company I can't stand. Exactly. Or the rest of the company doesn't like us. Mm-hmm. Or they love us. Mm-hmm. You know. Or you're in a situation where maybe you have regular interaction with, with the public. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're selling. Maybe you're doing customer service. What's their response to you? Hi, I work with so and so. And is there a response? Great. Yeah. Come or, talk to me. Or, or does the door close in your face? Yeah. Right. Yeah. How do I feel about that? What What do I want to have happen with all of that? Another good thing to think about in terms of professional vocation is that sometimes we're in a great team and a great company, and we may do that job for a while and go, you know what? It's just not feeding my soul. It's just not engaging my passions. It's not permitting me to be my authentic self. I like so many things about it, but where's the gap in that? It's in the eye. Sometimes those, you can have that gap in the eye, but you love your community. You love the people right around you. And so you kind of go, oh, well, if I go make a change, you know, that's going to feed the eye. But now I'm going to have a new gap in C because I'm losing this community. Right. I'm losing this. So. So again, being able to just assess all of this uh, and, and understand that at any stage of life, my goodness, as we as we get into parenthood, oh, all of that's changed. Those of us that that have kids, dealing with aging, aging parents, parents, children entering adulthood. Oh my goodness, that's a change in dynamic. Yes, and our own aging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all of these require a new balance. We've just talked about balance in recent podcasts, and this is a great example of where keeping the balance among the I, C, and E uh, all along the way is important. And we feel like this tool can really help us do a very quick assessment of that and figure out how to make transitions in our lives happier and more successful. So the ICE model can be used for us individually with any collection of people, for example, a team, an organization, a church, a school, there really is no limit to how you may apply this model. Now, a team can think of themselves together as a collective I and consider the community they connect to and the external world that they interact with, right? We've talked about that. They may be on a team in an organization. That community around that team may be other units in that organization. And the external world may be the customers we serve, for an example. An organization can think of itself as the I and consider the community that it connects to and the external world it interacts with. An ICE ICE assessment does not need to take a lot of time. This should not be burdensome. In a life of ideals and great balance, a really quick self-assessment like ICE can help tie together what we think, what we feel, and what we experience internally and connect that with what we're think, feeling, and experiencing externally. And it'll help us remember that life is a journey A journey is best made by taking one positive step forward, followed by another and another. And so we'll offer up kind of a a fun little challenge here. So as you're thinking through this model, think about issues that you have, concerns that you have right now, or that your team has, your organization, again, however you might want to use this, and think about what it is that you are trying to go change. 
and fix mm-hmm. and maybe make a little bit better. And then ask yourself whether or not that fits into this model. Mm-hmm. We would say probably it will 99% <laughs> yes. of those things you could describe in this model. So the point of the tool is to say sometimes you can get ahead of that and think of things quicker because you have a model that that ha- gives you the opportunity to ask the right questions. Yes. And then identify stuff as opposed to having frustration, dissatisfaction, unhappiness with something but not really being able to put your finger on it and then figure out what it is you can go do. Yeah, excellent, excellent. If this metaphor helps, think of a balloon filled with water. So we got a big water balloon nearly bursting. If I press my index finger against the right side of that, it's gonna distend on the opposite left side, right? Use this model and keep that graphic in mind, right? If I press on the I part of it, it's going to distend the C and or the E part of it, right? If I press on the E part, it's going to have implications for the I part. So it's just a really quick, very, very powerful, robust tool to figure out are the I, C, and E parts in balance. And again, I think we're trying to underscore this is about balance, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Lee just used that word. It's about balance. And the notion isn't that that this is the road to nirvana and that at the end of all of this, everybody in my community, everybody in the external world is completely happy with me and I am completely fulfilled (laughs) that we think that's unrealistic. Yeah. We think the realistic thing is to maximize and optimize those three components in a balanced way that feels best to you. Great. So let's, close with a quote from Gandhi, who stated, this is the divine mystery supreme, a wonderful thing it is, and the source of our happiness. We need not wait to see what others do. So we ask, what are your pictures? What are your perspectives? What are your ideals? And what is your influence to use? Thanks for joining us. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us today. As always, feel free to explore more about Pictures Out There at picturesoutthere.com and major social media sites. We hope you have the day of your dreams, the day of your pictures. <laughs>